Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing parties. What's a test? Viewing parties. Chanting all over your tatum. Viewing party. I'm reading fun facts about Magic Mike, and that's where that came from. Okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> record me reading this. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you were. <laughs> we'll uh, save that for later. <laughs> okay, yeah. Matthew McConaughey had no stripping scenes in the original script, but he requested to have one. Of course he did. He said, I got to dance. Of course man. he did. I would regret it for the rest of my life if I was in a male stripper movie and didn't get up there and strip myself. <laughs> and he did a thing with his hands. Of course Trick he did. old tree. <laughs> Smell these feet. <laughs> Give me something good to eat. Hey, everybody, this is Randy. Right. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> oh, Lord. I can't. I'm so. Uh, okay, are you ready? Yeah. This is Wesley. You're listening to Viewing, viewing Party. party. How ironic that you're listening to a viewing party. This is a podcast where we watch a movie and we eat some snacks and then we talk about that movie that we watch. Yep. We also talk about lots of other things too because we're women and that's what we do. Hashtag <laughs> sexism. Hashtag <laughs> lady pot squad. <laughs> Every woman has a podcast and none of us stay on topic. You know, it's funny because it used to be that, like the joke that all dudes had podcasts. <laughs> And now women are like, yeah, no. Y'all are real boring, so we'll talk about stuff. No one else is going to listen. I got to dance, man. Oh. I'll be ready for the rest of my and life. I'm just picturing him with those terrible, like, flare jeans he was wearing the whole uh, time. Ugh. The song, Ladies of Tampa, was written in three hours by a music supervisor and Matthew McConaughey. <coughs> He had a guitar coach. The one where he lip syncs with himself? Mm-hmm. Oh, McConaughey. Uh, oh, I got more. Matthew McConaughey was the first person cast in Magic Mike, <laughs> aside from Channing Tatum. <laughs> uh, he got pitched the story, and within 10 minutes, he was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> of course he was. He's like, give me on that stage, Steve. <laughs> Yes, because it's hashtag Magic Mike by Christmas, and we made it. Tatum versus Tatum! (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Okay, so for those of you who this is the first episode you're listening to, let me backtrack you for a hot second. Once upon a time, there was an inside joke. His name was Channing Tatum. (laughs) And then we decided to watch his entire filmography. (laughs) Because why not? No, why? Like because it was like a really funny joke yeah. that never ended. <laughs> and if he keeps making movies, we can't stop making. You know podcasts. how weird it is to explain to people what our podcast is. It's like, no, I love it, dude. When I tell people, people are like, "You have a podcast," and I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And they're like, "Hey, neighbors, that's fine." Like, <laughs> 
And I'm like, oh, well, it's called viewing party, and we, like, watch movies and stuff. And they're like, oh, okay. And I was like, but the real draw is that we're making our way through Channing Tatum's filmography. And they're like, what? Like, Isn't that strange? It's super fun. And they're like, well, where are you? And we're like, we're about to hit Magic Mike. Well, we just hit a Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> Magic <laughs> Super normal. I just watched a stripper movie and I'm looking at a Christmas tree. Yep. There's so many weird things about this. Look at the sound. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, we're gonna have a trigger warning. <laughs> I'll just turn it movie. down a no, whole decibel. Keep it a super normal episode, and they can figure their lives out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just like watching the sound peak. <laughs> also probably working out really well because you are way closer to the microphone than yes I am. <laughs> so it's strategic nice. my cat's just like what it's like why <laughs> please go why away so i can be I alone <laughs> i just wanted to snuggle uh, oh lord okay so with all that being said we're finally at the magic mic episode should we tell the story of the first time we had a magic bike marathon once upon a time <laughs> Pre-podcast. Pre-podcast, there were two young women, also named Wesley and Katie. (laughs) They needed to do some feminist research. (laughs) And so we had a Magic Mike-themed viewing party. Yes, we did. Where we watched Magic Mike and Magic Mike XXL back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And we had what snacks, Wesley? We had Mike and Ike's. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's Hard Lemonade. Because we were <laughs> and well, there was something else. There were three mic things. Uh, I gotta oh find God. it on Instagram. The photo, is, the photo is around somewhere. I got it on Instagram. We will totally oh reshare my God. it. It was so fun. Because for some reason we've just been we were been having. We had kept talking about Magic Mike and how what an interesting, funny movie night that would be. Yeah. And it was a little impromptu. They were like, "Okay, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it this week." We had to go like we tracked down and bought. <laughs> I own both Magic Mike's. <laughs> we had to, like, go to Walmart and Target and, like, buy these things. And then buy our Mike-themed <laughs> snacks. Mike snack. Some Michael-themed snacks. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, my God. It was such a good night. Oh, I st- oh Wesley, Wesley, Wesley. I what? still have the original notes. The um, voice memo. <laughs> 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 Just voice save it and we'll splice it in and it'll be awesome. Oh my god, hold on. Let- <laughs> oh, there's the time that I watched Ghostbusters oh, and ate so parabolas. I'm so bothered that I think I still have this. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. It's called Magic, Magic Abs and Magic <laughs> Glover. That makes sense. Oh, how right, long ago did we do right this? Now. You can probably share them to my computer. It's like a super long time. Oh my gosh, how many years back? Oh, there it is. Oh, it's just two different kinds of Mike and Ikes. Ooh, here are all the notifications. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> Wait, this picture. This picture. <laughs> oh yeah, we got 
got the magic mics. We got Mike and Ike's Zoopers set Zower. <laughs> and the, you know, Mike and Ike original fruits and Mike's hard lemonade light. Because <laughs> we were probably poor. Yes. This was definitely, I look like a poor fool. What am I wearing? I have no idea what this outfit is. I am wearing, I'm sporting, oh, I'm sporting a floral, like, high, like, would it, like a high neck shirt? Yeah, like a turtleneck? Called? Not quite turtleneck. Yeah, I don't know another I don't know. word. It is a floral dress with a uh, chambray denim top. Oh. <laughs> over, well. over the dress. <laughs> and blue hair. <laughs> and a blue pixie cut, everyone. Uh, and literally oh, one person cool. liked that photo. Because <laughs> it was 2015. And I <laughs> just wrote, three we're doing some pun-filled blog research tonight. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, did you ever write a blog post about it? No, I didn't. Neither did I. We got drunk and we neither, neither of us actually the did any. are called Magic Abs and Magic Glover. Uh, they're the first... <laughs> Two recordings I ever made on an uh, iPhone. Oh, man. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That was October 24th, 2015. Holy magoli. Well, that's got to get reshared. Oh, it will. Uh, so we're back. Three years later, we're watching Magic <laughs> Mike again. <laughs> we have been leading up to this day. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> A lot. So you can't play the Magic Glover one until we get there. Yeah, yeah, we gotta save that one until we get there. But Magic Abs is specifically talking about the case of Magic Mike, (laughs) because I think, if I remember correctly, and we'll find out when you splice it in, we have a discussion about if you could use the hotness <laughs> of your abs as a panini press <laughs> and make panini's on strippers' abdomens. And that was the conversation. 100% what we would discuss. Drunk. Watching magic. It's fight. like, not like, how attractive they are, but if you can make sandwiches. look like panini presses. <laughs> if you could just put them together. Just lube them up. Have them work out for a while. Uh, so you can find the original <laughs> conversation here. So we just finished watching Magic Mike, and we're watch- looking at the Magic Mike, <clears throat> Magic Mike XXL. Um, what is this called? Sequel. The. That's the title. No, the. the what is the screen the called? Menu. The menu. The DVD menu. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a long time. There's no music. Also. Oh. And well, at least it's not Ladies of Tampa. So I had the thought about how the more I see six-packs for very muscular men, the more I realize I don't care. And when men are like, I've worked really hard, and these are the fruits of my labor, and I'm like, those are just your abs. Why? I don't understand. And then I was thinking about abs and the shape of them, and I was like, I would like to take a couple of men immediately following their core workout, so post-core workout, and spread butter on their abdomen, and then let that melt, and then I would like to put them stomach to stomach like a panini press or a waffle iron, 
and then they could make me food, and then I would say, that's hot. And that I am totally that pun intended, and that is the only way that I would be truly impressed with like a man's abs. Do you have anything to add to this? I don't think so. Any thoughts, Matilda? Jetty Cat. Jetty (laughs) That's all. Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) That's such a capsule of our podcast. That is the most. had that but watched magic mike but you know what waffles you know what you made waffle irons <laughs> that's the kind of original content we produce here at viewing party <laughs> this, is, this is so crazy <laughs> uh, oh no i'm gonna send this to my Katie and Wesley. Katie from three years ago. <laughs> My favorite part of listening to like our old, our recordings is I tend to like laugh at the same time I laughed the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and of course I was like, nope, got nothing to add to that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like three years later, I still can't think of anything. Like, I don't know how to top panini breasts. <laughs> Cover it with. You gotta just find some. Just put it in. Put pony. Just like, just like put the pony. Just put the pony. 
from GBY. <laughs> I don't know. And I think it'll make it all so much better. This is really shareable content. <laughs> okay, so the plot of Magic Mike, it's simple. And I'm sure everyone kind of knows what it is. Michael <laughs> is a young man in Tampa, Florida. And he's a roofer. But he also makes really nice furniture. And he really wants to do that. Like his, He would love to make like cool custom furniture made with like all sorts of like weird like industrial driftwood and driftwood and stuff that floats up on the beach because you know you're in Florida what else are you going to (laughs) do you can't retire yet you're young so you know that's what he would really like to do but he's you know doing all sorts of other stuff he's roofing during the day Mm -hmm. he's making you know making furniture on the weekends and at night on the other half of the weekends (laughs) he is a male stripper He's very good at his job. He also helps doing, like, the accounting and stuff and, you know, promotion for the club. So he's, mm-hmm. like, getting a cut. So he's, you know, he's an entrepreneurial young man. <laughs> On his roofing job, bumps into, like, some new kid. Two kid gets fired real quick. They bump into each other downtown, going into another club. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's like, I mean, I get, Mike's like, I mean, I guess you can get into the club. But you look like a real slob. And, uh, you know, has him go talk to some girls and stuff and is like, you owe me for me getting yeah. into this club yeah. anyway. So reveals to some ladies that he's a male stripper and his new friend, Kid, what's his name? Adam. Adam. Uh, oh, you know how I, the only reason I remember this mm-hmm. is because there's some vine. <laughs> No, <laughs> you don't say. This guy's like vaping, <laughs> and he makes like a big like cloud and stuff, and he's clearly getting ready to do some trick with it. And his friend is filming, and he just goes, <laughs> the guy and goes, Adam. <laughs> he's, staring, like, he's just pissed off. And stares at the camera, Adam. So every time I said his name, I just thought of this kid vaping. This vaping. <laughs> strip club and or yeah I guess I don't want to call it a strip club it's like a it's an event space <laughs> sure <laughs> that sounds like a very classy <laughs> way to say strip club <laughs> in, in <event laughs> space and um you know basically he's like hey this is a you know this is like a new dude that I know uh he's gonna help me bring in like nine sorority girls tonight it'll be fun figured he'd like let him help you know he helped us out can we like throw him a hundred bucks or whatever and yeah you know he'll help out backstage and stuff and like all right cool so you know he's like meeting all the stripper dudes we got a guy with a big penis we got a tarzan we got uh not not uh not christian gray we got uh a minority we got Kenny tatum we got probably somebody else I don't remember. No, I think that's everybody. 
And those are the strippers. <laughs> oh, the guy from the that we just watched the video about in the sequel. Yeah, him. He's the one with the big penis. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. It doesn't Elephant matter. <laughs> no. I don't know. We were just having breakfast club flashbacks over here. <laughs> Elephantitis of the ear. Uh, so, anyways, so he meets, you know, this new kid, at Adam. <laughs> They're hanging out, and uh, one of them gets super, super drunk right before his, like, solo number, like, passed out. And they're like, what do we do? And Channing's like, uh, you want me? And shoves him out on stage. And they're like, just take off your clothes. <laughs> Just like, just dance a little bit, take off your clothes. Like, don't worry about it, just take off your clothes. And they start playing like a virgin, and he's awkwardly taking his clothes off. And there's like, you know, he does a nice job, and everybody has a nice time. And they're all like, all right, cool. Well, I guess you joined the cast. That was like a lucky shot. <clears throat> and then they all become strippers and fall in love in the end. <laughs> he does say we should be best friends. <laughs> he does. He's straight up, this kid straight up looks at Channing in the ocean together. He goes, he might. I think we should be his friends. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, little, like, new kid Adam gets a taste for... <laughs> I'm helping you do editing. I know. By editing him, but Adam, myself. <laughs> so, um, so they become good pals and stuff, and, like, this kid's finally getting a taste for, like, actually having money, and he can have whatever girl he wants, whatever he wants. Yeah. And, you know, living the life, and hanging out, making new friends, hooking up with lots of people, hanging out with Mike, they're, like, you know, they're just, like, having, like, young dudes in Florida in the summer, having a lot of money, <clears throat> you know, having consensual sex with women. Adam has a sister. Her name is... Brooke? Sure. Joanna? He called Joanna a lot, but I think Brooke was... I think Joanna's the one who got... Yeah, Olivia Munn. Yeah, she's the one who got engaged. Um, Let me see. Oh, I had it up. Where did Magic Mark go? That's the wrong thing. Oh, 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 hold on. What? Flashback to the Paninis. (laughs) Words from Matthew. I cannot really... Elucidate? Elucidate? Elucidate. What does that word mean? To, like, say clearly. I cannot really elucidate as to why it's a thing. I think the human panini press is as good an argument as you are likely to find. I suppose if you were a galley slave, they might come in handy. But if slavery is what gets ladies hot, she needs to really think hard about her life. (laughs) What? Uh, He's talking about why... Dudes work really hard to get abs because he's like, I don't really know, but maybe it would come in handy in this situation. But if that's why a woman is attracted to him, she's got some other issues. Anyways, so that's a word for Matthew about a human panini press. Um, anyways, yeah, her name's Brooke. So Adam has a sister, her name is Brooke. She's pretty chill, she's like a like a nurse or something? Or? She she says she's a medical assistant and does paperwork for doctors or something. Yeah. So she's, you know, doing, like, nursey stuff. She's in the medical field. She's a, you know, actual job. She's a real job and stuff. She's taking care of her baby brother. Uh, they all become, like, friends, and they hang out on and off, and, you know, Channing's doing his, like, I'm being a charming thing, and, you know. Uh, not charming the pants off of her. Charming her heart out. 
Charmin Rada. Jane is Charmin Yet again. Uh, <laughs> also, our mother's on the dance floor. I say that because my mom watched this movie with her friends. Oh. In the theaters. And I was just like, Mom! <laughs> Anyways, okay, so there's like a whole room. Like a quasi romantic thing is happening. Yeah, it's this not. Is, they're like into yeah. each other, but she's got standards and boundaries and like doesn't have time to like yeah. move around. Yeah. But she's not awful to him. She's just like, thanks for taking care of my brother. You're fun and I appreciate talking to you. Mm-hmm. But she's not like, oh my God, you're chaining tight. <laughs> you're chaining all over my tight. Like that's not what she's up to. Right. But she's also not like, go away, you stripper. She's like, man, that must be a really cool feeling. And it makes a lot of sense why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not judgmental of like his career choices. Yeah. Where like, unfortunately, the other men are <laughs> like... <laughs> Women don't get the same respect as a dancer, but men do. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Florida. (laughs) Also, Florida. Also, Florida. (laughs) So, it's a pretty progressive thinking for someone in Florida. Uh, So, they become entangled. Uh, Little brother Adam gets into lots of trouble with his other vape buddies. (laughs) He essentially starts like, you know, trying to, like, sell pills on the side to make even more money and then, like, can't pay somebody back because he loses all of them because he gave, a, you know, ecstasy to somebody that he didn't know at a party. It was stupid. Yeah. At a paid gig. He, like, gave a girl drugs, which is also, like... I did, does that? Yeah, I did appreciate that Channing was like, why would you do that? Yeah, like, lots of stuff that's that dumb. That is not a responsible way to do our job. Like... Yeah, no. He like, has a job and he takes it seriously. He doesn't take it quite as seriously as Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> no, thank who's goodness. Who's out here like, you gotta make love to him. <laughs> you're the husband they never had. <laughs> you're the you're, you're the lover. They, you're the fireman. <laughs> make love to the mirror. Uh, so that's Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I'm not texting Matthew McConaughey, by the way. Also, for clarification. Just- Matthew is the name of my boyfriend. Matthew is also the name of McConaughey. <laughs> Mr. McConaughey. Maybe I should start writing Matthew letters and address them to Matthew McConaughey. You'd be like, what? He'll, I just want to put a voice box in every envelope that's just like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> every time he opens a letter for me, somebody will stop opening letters and it'll probably happen with the second one. Probably. Like, well, I'm never opening another letter for I think, well, she'll She's call me. I'm going to go to shoebox to my grandchildren. Because <laughs> they'll love that. And I'm like, well, Grandpa wrote love letters to... Oh, God! You don't want to read these. All right, all right. I just pitched this Matthew McConaughey. I just... That's the worst. That's the worst. I'm just so good at pranks. I'm a lordy. Anyways, so... Um, so, yeah, things go bad with the drug dealing. Yeah, things go bad with the drug dealing and, like... Channing has to bail him out and like Channing's going through his whole thing because he really wants to start his business his like custom furniture business and he can't get a loan because mm-hmm. of his credit score I did like how they tried to make him look <laughs> fancy by putting him in glasses well, he put on a costume yeah which is so great that he's like oh I'm very used to putting on a costume yeah so he did he put on like a suit and glasses and <laughs> grabbed a briefcase and everything and like had her like manila folders <laughs> and like was like ready to go I'm a businessman. <laughs> Um, poor guy, he couldn't get a loan and stuff. He's been saving money for, like, 
six years to do this and the kid is like gets on trouble they like raid his house for some reason he's like what are you doing here so he pays off his like ten thousand dollar yeah mafia yep or whatever i don't know yeah the florida mafia (laughs) and basically he hits a point where he's like i can't do this yeah like i just can't keep doing this and he like leaves and goes to find Brooke. And he's like, listen, here's a conversation Katie won't ever remember. <laughs> Let's be together. And she's like, okay. And then they're together. He says that, that he's not kid. going to Miami with the rest oh, of the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because McConaughey oh. has <laughs> I decided. I the rest of the <laughs> Well, <laughs> close. Hey, we should start a stripper club. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew if he would, he would be able to start that cult, though. Like he uh, acted like a cult leader in this movie. He did. He did. <laughs> Very empowering. Um. Oh yeah. Essentially, the Tampa, cl- the cock rocking. I don't even know. They were like. They were like. Oh man. The name of the name of the strip yeah of the like of the you know troop yeah i don't know what it <laughs> they're was the, they're the rocking something else with a c of tampa i don't know rocking crusader <laughs> i don't think that was it i'll google it while you finish up this plot <laughs> Yeah, so McConaughey decided once t- has been trying this whole time to buy like beachfront property in Miami because it would be better for their business, and so he finally yeah. does, and then. Oh, Rockin' kings of Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, that's all. I'm sorry, I had to say the word man. so many times. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of weird bleeping in this episode. Uh, so yeah the rest of them are going to to Miami and he decides he doesn't want to be part of the group anymore (laughs) end of the movie (laughs) (laughs) one last ride Crockin' Kings of Tampa Crockin' Kings of Tampa buns and bow ties the show (laughs) how many times are you going to say that circles as magic mike knows how to strip he's the headliner and exquisite a fine florida club highlighting the clothes taking off talents of the rocking kings of tampa but exotic dancing is a money-making stopgap before he can pursue his true passion design (laughs) first off whether you've seen the film or not let's all re-familiarize ourselves with the trailer shall we no (laughs) we just watched the whole thing we're fine Okay, uh, that's, I, 
but I'll be damned if my jaw didn't drop when it was revealed that all this charming beefcake with his handsome face like a slab of hay. <laughs> these at your disposal. (laughs) All he wanted to do was make furniture. Yes, he wanted to make custom furniture upcycled from all sorts of weird incongruous garbage that washed up on the shores of the Sunshine State or perhaps snagged from the construction sites or body shops where he did his daily grind of odd jobs to get him there. This is hugely commendable, deeply inspiring, but... The brief glimpses we get of his wares are, if you blinked and missed him, some screenshots for your consideration. Yes. They're tables. so bad. Here's some designs. It's just junk with a glass <laughs> top. It reminds me of when Harry met Sally and the stupid Roy Rogers wheel <laughs> coffee table. Oh, I hate to denigrate someone's earnest and respectable dreams, but sheesh. If that first one wasn't a still from the set, I wouldn't necessarily believe it was real. It is. See below. I don't think the second one can feasibly exist, right? It looks like a rendering of two hunks of metal, legitimate junk, with a transparent disc set ever so gently on top. Am I crazy thinking the angles look off, too? How would the glass surface be affixed without showing through the top? I don't even know where to begin with the third entry here. It's just like cans of NOS. (laughs) (laughs) Unbranded NOS. You know, though, that would sell so well in Tampa. (laughs) Uh, Okay, hold on. This article is almost over. I'm just going to read it word for word here. Uh... Now, his apartment has a kind of chilled-out, beachy appeal with decor affixed to the walls in no particular conceivable order, (laughs) plus lots of weathered leather that covers the sofa and a few well-loved Barcelona seats that have probably experienced some very wild shenanigans. It suits the laid-back thang he's got going. At one point when we first meet Magic Mike, he drops a bit of knowledge on the perpetually frowny eventual love interest about her knockoffs kitchenette set which he thinks could might be a retro Haywood, Wakefield, or Russell Wright. So he's got an eye and knows a bit about the classics. Oh, my God. Uh, for three ninety five, this could be yours. Original Magic Mike movie pro. What? <laughs> Custom furniture concepts. Yes. Oh, man, yeah, it's basically just like him talking about how bad... Oh, bad, the whole thing. Okay, the last last bit. Mad, nope. <laughs> Magic Mike is now streaming on HBO Go, and it features a scene on the set of the 4th of July. It is technically a cinematic experience, so that celebrates tomorrow's national holiday. So really, <laughs> it would be downright unpatriotic to not watch it. Also, butts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. <laughs> If you're so inclined to make Magic Mike's warm industrial style your very own. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Apartment Therapies Get the Look. <laughs> article. <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad. Oh. That's my favorite subplot. 
I okay. So one of my favorite and least favorite things about all movies <laughs> that in order to make a character dimensional, they're like, let's give them a hobby, right? And it's usually like this woman bakes and is sad, <laughs> and for Mike, it's like he's a s- secretly an artist. <laughs> he just wants to make coffee tables. <laughs> Shit on the beach. <laughs> and it's like, thanks. <laughs> like, but like, how are you going to make a business? <laughs> no wonder they won't give you a loan, Magic Mike. No wonder they won't give you a loan. You make terrible tables. I mean, can you imagine if Channing Tatum came to your office? No. No, I can't. And tiny glasses. Stacks of cash. I'd be like, I'm sorry, our <laughs> system denied you. I don't know what's wrong. The credit score's too low. It would make more sense for you to come in with a binder full of women. No. I got a binder full of just women. This binder of coffee tables. I kind of just want that for my coffee table. Uh, I did like the air filter. The first one they showed was just like an air filter table, and I was like, I can handle that. Everything else is just like, like what? Like somebody photoshopped like junk. Also, how did you find like ten NOS containers and strap them together? It's the Miami. Only good thing that came out of that stuff is in the sequel. He has a whole dance routine with this in the workshop. workshop. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Oh, this movie. This movie is so weird. Here's the thing. I don't love this movie. No. I really love the sequel. The sequel's much better. We were ten minutes into the movie and I was like, it does not hold up. (laughs) No. Like, first conversation Channing has with anybody. Like, second conversation he has, he straight up goes... Look what she's wearing. She's asking to be bothered. And I was like, oh, "Oh, no. I mean, to her credit, to his credit, she was wearing a sash that says she just turned 21. 21, like a princess (laughs) crown. So, I mean, she's asking for some kind of attention, but there's nothing else about her that's like, she wants you to bother her. Like, no, not really. (laughs) No one really wants to be bothered. Are you bothered? (laughs) But are you bothered? Oh my god. So like, that happened, which was like, there's a, there was something else that happened. Of course, like, the young 19 year old, Adam, being a dumb butt, giving girls ecstasy. Yeah, 19. Just like, what else did he do that was, he did another really stupid thing that everyone was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, what's wrong I don't even know. He just did, like, some dumb things that if, I thank God the movie was like, why would you do that, you idiot? So fortunately, the movie is aware enough. It also has Matthew McConaughey (laughs) with, I don't, okay, I think he's wearing a shirt once in the whole movie, (laughs) and it is a crop top. Yes. This man... It was so bizarre. This man is dressed... <laughs> this man is dressed like he's about to do a Freddie Mercury impersonation. He was. Sans mustache. <laughs> and you're like, 
workout room where like they zoom out and he's wearing super short shorts and you're just like why is this happening and like a do-rag like what was that whole look longest torso (laughs) i have ever seen and i've seen so much of his torso it makes me uncomfortable (laughs) i've seen up to the man's pubic (laughs) and i want to forget it every day but i can't do you know how hard it is to watch True Detective? Oh and my gosh! Like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> and not just hear him saying things like, "You're the husband they never got. You better make love to that mirror." It's like, oh, so sleazy. I never, oh. ever. Ever there are very there are many people I don't ever want to be in a room with. <laughs> Some of them, my mother has placed in a proverbial room where they need to be quiet. <laughs> These people include Perez Hilton <laughs> and probably Hillary Clinton. <laughs> For my mother, oh, it's fine. My mom has a room where she's like, they need to go sit down and be quiet. She's That's funny. She like when people metaphorically in her metaphorically, mind. <laughs> Time out in her mind forever. So, like, time out. It's funny. (laughs) There are a few, so there are a few people I would never want to be in a a quiet room with because I know they ate not dog and B, I'd be locked in by my mother. So, that's a whole different dimension of scary. One of them is Matthew McConaughey panting. And or in a robe. Yes. Why? Even if he's like not sweaty. I just I felt like saying really appropriate things. Yeah. Him in a robe is too much. It's too much. Because there's no part of me that's like, I wonder what's under that robe. There's every part of me that's like, please God, why aren't you wearing six of them? Drawstring is not enough <laughs> for my safety. <laughs> oh. Also, if we had to sleep, I would have to curl up in his robe because I can't sleep without a blanket. And then I'm stuck <laughs> up with a panting man. God, you know, There's so much gross about this. <laughs> never go camping with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Sweaty, sweaty robes. That's the grossest phrase. <laughs> of all the things that we've watched for the sake of a podcast, this might be the grossest one. Matilda, hey. Matilda, I know you're all so excited by the <laughs> Rockin' Kings of Tampa. But they're moving to Miami. Uh, you can't ever see them again. <laughs> so remember when we went to Tampa? <laughs> No, because it would have, well, maybe before we watched it, but after it came out. I think we went 2014. Yeah. But I don't remember it being as yellow filtered as this movie was. No, it's as yellow filtered as your lamp. (laughs) That is antique. (laughs) It had like a really bad Instagram filter on like the entire movie. It is. It's like, uh, it's like someone just taught 
Steven Soderbergh about Instagram <laughs> filters. And he's like, oh, sepia and vomit. <laughs> it's like he put Nashville on everything. I know. I'm trying to look at, like, which one it would like, be. If, if this movie had an Instagram filter, which one would it be? I think it's Valencia. Which <laughs> <laughs> just makes everything weirdly yellow and bright. No, why did I save the draft of that? That was a bad decision. Why did you save a draft of that photo? I just picked a random photo and oh put the Valencia God. on it's it. Like, I oh, I have to show you. This is completely off topic. Excellent. So I, do you, I don't even know what our topic is. I don't know anymore. So I was fi- trying to find that picture of me at the Halloween party yes, yes, to show yes. with the um the last birthday movie and so I was going through someone's photos from that event and I've realized why we were we've discovered why we didn't have very many photos of that event is because Mm -hmm. Rob was in Russia (laughs) so (laughs) there aren't 400 photos so replacing Rob yeah so I was flipping through of like a friend's like Facebook pictures from college trying to find pictures and I found this picture of myself and was Mm -hmm. like Holy cow, do I look like Phyllis from The Office in this photo? No! <laughs> yes! You look like you're all in a fire drill and you're Phyllis! Is that ridiculous? I was just like, oh boy, do I look like oh! Phyllis in this? This is easy A <laughs> We were like oh doing a God. thing outside chapel for Evar. Mm-hmm. But I was just like... I have never looked more like her ever in my entire ever, life ever, as ever. this picture. Oh, Actually, that is uniquely beautiful. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, I love it. I was well, just like, I gotta what? put that on the website. I will. It's fine. Um, oh. next to Phyllis, <laughs> just a side by side. Yeah, just. Like, <laughs> oh. This movie is so weird. It's so it was such okay. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I'll definitely say it in this episode. When I first heard about this movie, I was really excited. And not for the reasons <laughs> our listeners probably think I was excited. <laughs> I love gritty movies about controversial topics. <laughs> Those are, like, my favorite things. Mm-hmm. If you listened to last week's episode, you would know that all I've been listening to are podcasts about human trauma. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's been such a wild ride. Um, and so, so I love that. So I was super excited to be like, oh man, they're making a movie about, like, the first, the first, like, trailer-ish thing that came about Mm -hmm. showed, made it look like it was gonna be, like, a really good, sort of, like, dramatic movie about a guy who's, like, conflicted about being a stripper, and he's starting to fall in love with this really smart girl, mm-hmm. and she's just like, I don't really know how I feel about all this, like, I can't really be a part of this lifestyle, and, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out, like, what does he really want, what's important, and how long is he gonna keep doing this, which is essentially the plot of the movie, but the trailer showed a lot of that, Yeah, and nobody cared. Right. <laughs> so then, they- apparently, they edited out a lot of... <laughs> exposition and put in way more dances so that people would just go see the movie. Yeah, that does not surprise me. Because Channing and Steven Soderbergh spent $7 million, which is a pretty low budget for a Like that's a Yeah, that is pretty low. That's a low budget. I mean, they were in Tampa, so. (laughs) Oh, Tampa. They were, that's why they had to use those filters. It's like, well, we can't pay to change any lighting, so... Filters are so strange. Filters. 
Okay, so I was watching, I forget who it was. I was watching a movie with someone recently and we had to explain to them like, yeah, there's always a filter on a movie. Like they always change the color of different scenes to like evoke different things. Yeah, like, yeah. What? One, we're like, well, think about this movie. It's very blue the whole way through, right? And they're like, oh! And I was like, like, I never noticed. And I was like, you have no idea. Where you and I are like, oh, God, this is so green looking. What do you want me to like, feel? It was like any time they were outside in Tampa, it was yellow. Outside during the day, it was like yellow and green. And yeah. Like, then there was one barfy. scene. It yeah. Barfy. It looked like you were going to like be a little jaundiced or something, you know? Yeah. And then all the like indoor scenes were fine. They were at the beautiful. club, they were fine. They were color balanced. Yeah, and then there was like one scene where they like both decided to go get high, and it was just like weird high contrast black and white. And I was like, "What? Why?" <laughs> <laughs> Down on Jump Street. <laughs> like what? What's an happening? Special sort of like I don't know drugs. Like it became like a whole thing, a whole whole thing. Oh, oh God. So, like, that... Yeah, the, the filters are so weird. I imagine that they want us to be, like, uh, the daytime is boring, gross. And we want good things happen at night. Probably. In the nightclub. But it's also, like... Okay. <laughs> Thanks for making that hella obvious. Yeah. Not interested. You want to hear some more sound effects? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> that sounds like my brother but it's not oh also oh we should play that every time a major plot point happens <laughs> nice <Ooh, pardon. laughs> anyways i'm so sorry for that segment everyone that just happened the um uh yeah that's all i have to say about those filters this movie is so weird and super funny. Um, things, the, <clears throat> pretty much the only thing that I noticed about this movie that I hadn't noticed the first time is that there's a scene where two people are talking and the rest of the guys are, like, getting ready for the show. I did not realize that, like, out of focus, some of these shots are very artistic. There were some really being, interestingly um, artistic shots. being, like, a... Chippendales movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Rescue Rangers. <laughs> but they had um Joe Manganello? Yeah. Mangello? <laughs> Mangello. Nope. Okay, so Joe. <laughs> he's like pumping. He has his He's in he's got a penis pump. <laughs> he's like making it bigger for the show. <laughs> and I never noticed before. <laughs> like I've seen this movie before and I was just like I wasn't listening to the dialogue. I was just like, why does that character look so uncomfortable and keep staring at the corner of the screen? And I just was like, I don't under Like, it's just a shelving unit. And I was like, oh, no! <laughs> like, they just, like, they had enough other, like, dark lines yeah. like, out of focus happening that you might not notice a penis bump in the front so of the shot. Weird. And I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. This is not what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I thought this movie was about uh, but it's absolutely what you think this movie is about this movie is great I really think that people should watch this movie and like enjoy it with an open mind <laughs> I cannot believe my mother watched this movie no 
I'm so surprised. <laughs> I should have called mom and gotten her in <sighs> Well, Wesley. Yes, Katie. Time for the magic question. <laughs> How many Channing Tatums <laughs> would you give Magic Mike? Uh, I feel like <laughs> it's the like quintessential Channing yes, Tatum movie. Which means it has to get 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Not because it's my favorite, but because no. it has to. It's because it just like is <laughs> the Channing Tatum it movie. the Channing Tatum movie. <laughs> <laughs> he peaked early and it was Magic Mike time. You know what else I love that's tied to this movie is um, you know how Jimmy Fallon does uh, kid um, they have kids write plots to movies, like kids scripts. I forget how it, what no. it's called. He has this bit where like a movie will be coming out, so they'll ask kids to write scenes from the movie, not knowing what the movie's about, oh, because oh, yes. they're children. Yes, I did hear about this. <laughs> so they have, I don't know if it's this one or the second one, but they have kids write scenes from Magic Mike, and then... Um, Anyway, so he has kids write scenes for Magic Mike, and then he and Channing Tatum, like, read them aloud as different characters. And there's this one where, so he's, um, they, like, do magic, because that's what they think Magic Mike is about, is about a guy who does magic. (laughs) (laughs) So they're, like, out riding their bikes or something, and the guy, and... Jimmy Fallon's character's like, so what, Mike, what makes you, like, he asks him a question, and he's like, I'm, and Channing has to say, I'm like regular Mike, but magic. But <laughs> magic. It's the best. It's so good. It's way better than I just I do, delivered no, no, it. I do, I remember seeing that. It was super fun. He's just like, I'm like regular Mike, but magic. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to say the same. Like, 10 out of 10 Tatums. Uh, it's like classic Tatum. <laughs> like, it has to. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there's no way that you can watch Magic Mike on a Channing Tatum-ish <laughs> podcast and then not give attention to Tatum. <laughs> Again, not because it's, like, impeccable. <laughs> but yeah, no. Actually, have like five Tatums, right? As one right. of those, like, if it was not Channing, <laughs> yeah, where it's like you'll watch the movie again because it's funny, yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, this isn't a like, I have you know used this wanna, DVD twice now. <laughs> like, you know what, I want to do on a lazy Thanksgiving afternoon with my family, yeah, watch Magic Mike, yeah, that would that would never happen. <laughs> oh, mom said I did not like the movie, it was very sad. <laughs> Mom gives it one Tatum. <laughs> one Channing Tatum. You know, a mom watching that movie would think it was sad. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a sad movie, but I like the sad parts. I don't think that there's... No, I don't really like the real sad parts. Like, I don't like the drug overdose, and yeah. I don't like the, like, let's go wild and touch boobs. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I really like the part where people are... You know, growing as people and yeah. making new choices. What was it you said? I really love intimacy. I love gro- <laughs> grown men. Yeah, I really love emotional intimacy amongst grown men. 
<laughs> Especially when they're strippers. Dude, but Magic Mike 2 is so good. It really is, it's though. It's so good. It's so much better than this. Oh, my God. It's, it's so much better than that. Oh, the other thing that's problematic is there's definitely some fat shaming that happens yeah. in this one that they did not do in the second one, and I was so grateful. Yeah. Like, they used a lot of different, like, we saw a lot more representation of all sorts of mm-hmm. women, which I really appreciated. And they gave, like, more than one It's kind of like, yeah, it was like, they. this is the movie of what they thought women wanted to see, and the second one is, like, what women actually wanted to see. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, women actually are coming to see this. Yeah, man. Magic Mike for the win. For the loss. For better or worse. Is Magic Mike. You ready to wrap this podcast up? Yes. Give it a half, Mike. It's not that I needed a super laptop. It's a magic mic. This uh, microphone is a bit phallic. As are all microphones. Yours is not special or magic in that specific way. Uh my little brother Luke laughed when my mother confessed, by the way. <laughs> we'll have to ask him about that when we see him soon. When we see him for a future episode of Viewing Party. Hey everyone. Uh Katie here. Let's uh let's let's calm this sucker down. It's time to relax into the end of this podcast. Just like we can relax into the arms of Channing Tatum when he picks you up to dry hump you. <laughs> In front of three hundred of your closest friends. If you found any of this podcast remotely tantalizing, we're not surprised. <laughs> you can find lots of images, possibly of feet, and Panini Press. Can we make a GIF? <laughs> Panini Press apps. We'll get dry. <laughs> Panini Press apps. Um, uh, you, can, you can find that on our website, viewingpartypod.com. We're also going to have some pretty funny imagery that's coming out. You can just use it pull quotes from this episode for the next like three months of the podcast and just keep so making many. images it's gonna be like really use this as a factory It'll just be like abs with words <laughs> let, let this podcast inspire you to make shareable content uh you can check us out on instagram and twitter at viewing party pod if you're interested in more podcasts that are not nearly as entertaining but twice as educational you can use the hashtag lady pod squad and find more of your new favorite podcasts with your new favorite friends talking to at you did she sneeze no i just wasn't sure i'm gonna sneeze on this microphone i'm really nervous you can join <laughs> this has been like the most fun episode I know. you can join us next week when we watch something else and we talk about something different until then I'm Katie I'm Wesley and this has been Viewing, Viewing Party. Party delete this moment of silence